Welcome to Phone Messages, episode 118. You big dummies. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week I play outgoing message number 22. The message is 30 seconds long and most likely was recorded in the late summer of 1989. Let's listen. Love and cultural hegemony. I love every single one of you. You big dummies. So be happy and leave a message. The first impression I get from this message is what a joyful and carefree life I led at the time. Wishing peace and love upon my callers seems to be a frequent trait of my outgoing messages. But here I attach the tag, cultural hegemony, which suggests I was reading a lot of Marxist theory in preparation for my first classes as a graduate student in the Master of Arts program in the Social Sciences at the University of Chicago. Next, I once again express my love for every single caller, and in an affectionate tone add, you big dummies. This was a reference to the sitcom Sanford and Son, which ran from 1972 to 1977, and in the 1980s, could frequently be found in reruns. Junk dealer Fred Sanford, played by the brilliant Red Fox, would frequently call his adult son Lamont a big dummy, although in the end, father and son's mutual affection was always clear. The show was widely criticized at the time for representing racial stereotypes through the eyes of white producers. But media scholar Christine Ochum argues when black writers, including Richard Pryor, were allowed to contribute, the show took on critical issues like the racist criminal justice system. In fact, beneath the farcical antics, Sanford and Son depicted the real-life struggles of working-class blacks living in Watts which, in 1965, had exploded in rage against the brutal exclusion of African Americans from the California dream. The early 70s was a time of cultural malaise, when the idealism of 60s social protest had crashed with the assassination of Dr. King and the white backlash that elected Richard Nixon to the presidency. This shift was marked upon the popular culture of the time, including Sly and the Family Stone's 1971 album, There's a Riot Going On, which saw the group move from the celebratory optimism of 1968's Dance to the Music and 1969's Stand to the mournful resignation embodied in a song like Family Affair. The band's masterpiece came in their follow-up album, 1973's Fresh. The name, 
signaled an escape from suffocation to a deep breath meditation. And it is this album that the background song on my outgoing message, If You Want Me To Stay, comes from. Fresh was another album that I bought a cheap secondhand copy of, in part based on the cover, a Richard Avedon photo of Sly Stone performing a magnificent mid-air kick with platform shoes, dressed in tight leather pants and jacket against a stark white background. When I took it home and put the needle to side one, I was immediately addicted to the groove. For most tracks, the lyrics appeared more as vocal chants to build on the rhythmic complexity of the drums, along with minimalist horns, guitar, and keyboard, with the bass driving the melody. It was as if Sly had distilled the band's past high-octane sound down to its funk essentials. On YouTube, one can find dozens of individuals and groups performing covers of If You Want Me To Stay, often, like Prince, playing bass guitar as lead. But one performance that stands out is by a bass player on the Union Square subway platform from 2018. He sings and plays with such energy, you'd think he was performing to an audience of thousands. The video is by Vincent Alvarado from Train of Thought NYC, a group of filmmakers dedicated to documenting the fantastic diversity of talent bringing music to the subway. I contacted Vincent but unfortunately he was unable to identify the Union Square bassist. Nonetheless, I highly recommend checking out the website trainofthoughtnyc.com. And if you want to share a performance with me, check out pfoch.com. That's p-f-o-t-s-c-h.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.